0: This is CliffCentral. dot com.
1: Yes,
0: Anthea is here for the first time as a Monday special. Anthea, we've got lots to talk about this morning. Um, can we start with the markets? Sure. Sure.
1: So on Friday, the all-share Index was up 1%, but it just wasn't enough because for the month, it was the end of the month after all, we ended 1.2% down, so really not great, and resources were up uh about a percent, financials half a percent, industrials one point three percent. Retailers made a nice little recovery from their losses. Mr. Price was up three percent. Truths and Foshini oh. one and a half. So a nice little bounce there. Nice finally outperforming ten cent. It was up one point nine percent when ten cent was up only one percent on Friday. We've been waiting for this now for what? Two weeks, I think. Right. Yeah, hopefully this is it. Um, there was no real news. The only thing they did uh, announce last week was that they'd bought a 24% stake in Delivery Hero, which is this big food delivery business. They bought it from a company called Rocket Internet, which is like a private equity startup business, you know. So they incubate internet companies and then sell them off for a profit. Um, they did buy the stake at about a 12% discount. Um, so good, good for nice bears, but I don't think it makes a whole hell of a lot Of difference to their bottom line They paid 660 million rand for it Sure. So I don't think that's what was driving uh, The Naspers share It potentially could have been the rand The rand was particularly weak Or is still particularly weak 13.55 to the dollar So it just hasn't recovered from Kind of that sub-13 strength It is now by the way It lost last month 8.2% against the pound This rand So that's how weak it is and against the euro, it is now trading above 16 again. So just really not, not looking great. And then on Friday, Telcom was up 4%. And I don't know if you remember last week, we were saying how Telcom was under pressure because of SAA, um, the, the, the potential or the kind of looming SAA bailout that was happening. And everyone thought that government was going to have to sell their stake in Telcom to pay for SAA. So of course on Friday, National Treasury announced that they had approved the transfer of funds from the National Revenue Fund, which is basically um, an emergency fund under the public finances management kind of section of legislation that says if you need to, if you have extraordinary expenditure, you can dip into this fund. So apparently SAA bailout is considered extraordinary expenditure. My concern or my kind of uncertainty about why the telecom share – Bounced was because I think on the 25th of November, October, sorry, when we have medium-term budget speech, I think our finance minister is actually going to have to justify this $3 billion that he's taken out of the National Revenue Fund for SAA and say how he's going to put that, or he should, he should say, how he's going to get that money back into the fund. Sure. Um, and maybe he still does have to sell his telecom shares, but it really like they knew it was coming. They knew they had to do something. Why they waited until Friday, when the loan payment was due on Saturday, is beyond me. Because
0: they don't. This is the the only proof you ever needed that this finance minister and the the current leadership at the treasury don't know what they're doing. You don't need to be a rocket scientist to figure this to figure out that they're not rocket scientists. These are some of the dumbest most incapable people that have ever run finances. They can't probably even run their own bank account. They probably owe more than they have in their personal capacities. These are not the kind of people you want in charge of of an economy.
1: Yeah, If they're insolvent in their personal capacity, then they certainly are not going to be able to make the country... But, Anthea,
0: I saw you tweeting over the weekend. You were just Uh, exasperated.
1: It's exactly how I feel. I... I, I, I'm, I'm done with it Like it, it's I've been back in the country Four years And I just watched This constant Unrelenting Attack on the Reserve Bank Attack on the PIC SARS National Treasury Like it's just non-stop Like it's, it has to stop now I, I don't know what to say About it anymore If you took so, the
0: most Junior person You've ever worked with And put them in charge Of Treasury They could probably Do a better job Right? For
1: sure now, Isn't that they, scary? They certainly have to start Knowing how to budget They don't So, SAA still has 7 billion rand outstanding. They transferred 3 billion rand on Friday. Um, So, this is (laughs) is
0: living from hand to mouth for SAA.
1: And and the finance minister, the worst part of it, the most annoying part of it, is that he justifies it by saying that if he hadn't done it, it would have triggered the 16 point something, 16.4 billion rand guarantees that the government has outstanding to SAA. So, of course, I know how this works, right? Because if you have debt and you have covenants agreements and if you reach a certain debt ratio, it does trigger these covenants, which means you suddenly have to cough up. And because government have guaranteed SAA's debt, they would have had to cough up 16. But it's not the end. You know, it's far from the end still, I'm afraid.
0: Well, there we go.
1: And I mean this just leads me into something else actually Because last week the World Economic Forum put out their annual competitive re- competitiveness report South Africa fell 14 places And this again has just been a constant slide down We're now ranked 61 out of 137 economies <laughs> the, the, Like the crazy thing is we're still probably one of the best in sub-Saharan Africa <laughs> If you believe that Um But I think what's what's concerning people now is that before we used to turn around and go, you know what, our institutions are safe. We're fine. We'll be okay. Our judicial system is fine. The institutions, the PIC, the Reserve Bank, the National Treasury, and suddenly it's looking like it's not actually. And fair enough. You know, we've had issues with... Uh, lack of demand from globals for com- our commodities. We've had han- high unemployment. We've had political uncertainty. Business confidence is low. And now we've got governance issues on top of this. And I think a lot of people in, in South Africa seem to think that, oh, you know what, we'll just deal with it. We'll deal with it internally. But actually this impacts on foreign investment. So foreigners look at this and go, oh, hang on. This has just been – um, this is South Africa, kind of low GDP growth, things are going pear-shaped. I'm not sure I want to take the chance. Like at what point as a foreign investor do you say, oh, no, okay, that's just a little bit too much risk for me. And what we're seeing is kind of this lack of productivity in South Africa, low GDP growth, and no return on investment. And I think for the year, the all-share index is up about 8%, which is not bad. Um, and I think it was July. We had a really good run. We had like a 7% month or something. But it, it's really not good enough. And as I said last month, you know, a couple of bad months and it wipes it out, right? Yeah. So it, it, it's a real concern. I mean, I saw uh, – uh, what's his name? Christo Visser put out the ShopRite report on Friday. <laughs> he was quite cheeky. He said – you know, it's not that difficult. You know what we need? It's pretty obvious. We just need jobs. And I think he's right. Eh? You, you cannot, this is not sustainable. This economy is not sustainable. 27.7% unemployment rate.
0: Right. Well, we, in order to have jobs, you need growth because no one's going to give jobs just because they need to employ people. They'll employ people when they need to do more things
1: yeah and 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 gareth i th- i think we all feel a bit like we could have done it at some stage we could have gone that way but i think that the the big thing that's holding us back right now is the levels of corruption that we've seen in the last couple of years so that would explain why there's no growth why there is this unemployment rate Absolutely. why there's lack of creation of wealth in the country except for a few people of course
0: all right. Anything else you want to throw in?
1: Yeah, there was very little um, company news, a lot of macro news. So private sector credit extension numbers came out on Friday last week as well, lifted by 6% year-on-year for August, which is slightly better than the 5.7% year-on-year for July. Corporate credit grew by 8.2%. So if you average that out, you'll see that household credit grew by a very subdued 3.4%. And if you take inflation into consideration, that's actually negative growth. So it's a very simple calculation. You take the growth number, which is 3.4, subtract the um, inflation rate, which is 4.7 at last check. So you're a negative 1.3%. So you're going backwards. So we're not going to spend our way out of this, any uh, recession in a hurry. But the good thing, I think, is that the South African consumer is deleveraging, which was which which is a bit of a relief for me. And I know we need spending for growth. But in this case, I think it will also contain inflationary pressure. So uh, lots of consumer spending leads to lots of inflation. And I think this will keep it in check, which is quite nice. The, the consumer is deleveraging, which means that maybe next year the consumer will be in a better position. I mean, again, that's all good and well. But can we please have jobs and growth? Because if we don't, then that doesn't work. And then lastly, the trade surplus is to 6 billion rand in August from 9.3 the month before. So we're still in a trade surplus. So finally, some good news. I'm going to end it on good news, okay? <laughs> Thank goodness. All right. <laughs> we leave, should we just leave it at that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're still in a trade surplus. Exports and imports are up. Yay. <laughs> All right. Very good. Thanks very much. I'm Gary. happy about that. Thanks. <laughs> All,
0: right. All right, Anthea, we will uh, check in with you just so so people know if there's any breaking news usually and there's there's stuff that we have to check in with you on, we will still do that.
1: Oh, absolutely. So Please. It, I'm know, up anyway because, in the morning. <laughs> you know,
0: just because you're not here uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and we'll have an extended report on a Monday. Doesn't mean you're going to miss out on the important news and where we need to get some kind of clarity on issues, we'll always call you up.
1: Yeah. And then the set things as well, Gareth. Like on the 25th of October, we've got the medium-term budget speech. I think this is an important one. Yeah. Um, Because it's Malusi Gigaba's first uh, budget speech. Eh? Right. Mm-hmm. Should we go high or low on, a, mm-hmm.
0: high or low on 100 grand for the suit for such a day? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I so I he's just, probably being fitted for it right suit, now. His suit's not going to save him. He's got lots of work to do. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah. I'm afraid you can look the part. You can... Try and sound the part, but if you're not doing the basics, which he isn't, you can't be in there. This is Cliffcentral.com